Do you take yourself a little bit too seriously? I know how it is. Homeschooling is tough. And some of those days you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Well, I'm here to tell you that we need to add a little bit of humor. And I found just the person to teach us that. Susie Lloyd is my next guest on the Catholic Homeschool Podcast. Welcome to the Catholic Homeschool Podcast, and I am your host, Paola Siskanik. I am so happy to have you join me today. I get to have a nice, cozy fireside chat, and if you'll notice, there is no fire, but and I mention that because today it's all about humor. Yes, humor, one of those gifts from God, and I am pleased as anything to be able to introduce you all, and many of you already know her, Susie Lloyd. I'm going to begin with her bio so we can get that out of the way super quick. So Susie Lloyd is a Catholic homeschooler from Pennsylvania with 27 years of homeschooling experience and still homeschooling. She is married with seven children and 12 grandchildren so far. Yay. Love that. <laughs> she helps new and struggling homeschoolers through personal consulting services such a blessing to those families, I am sure. And she also, homeschoolers also enjoy her award-winning humor books, her articles, her practical conference talks. So uh, without further ado, welcome, Susie. How are you today? Hey, Paula. Great to see you. <laughs> it's good. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying yes. <laughs> so when we first uh, talked about this, you know, I have known Susie years ago from homeschooling because she really was one of those people I had heard at conferences when I was homeschooling. But more importantly, I really think it was this sense of lighten up Paula. You know what I mean? Like there are other people out there homeschooling. It isn't all doom and hardness. There are mothers <laughs> out there who are struggling. And Susie has this gift of articulating that. In such a beautiful way. I wanted to share that with our audience, Susie. So how about you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, your little homeschool journey to bring us up to date, what you're doing today, and then well, we'll dive into humor. The thing about me is, you know, I, I think I started writing the books at a time when I was shut in days at a time. I think we had one car and it was, a, it was somewhere else, like with my husband at work and the kids were little and, you know, come winter, you never go anywhere. And so, you know, you start to, you get, you get like, you know, this is really doesn't seem very ideal, you know, and plus, God, you know, nobody realizes this, but growing up, I was definitely not a genius, you know, and I was a C student. I'm just going to put it out there. And it's like, you know, what have I signed up for? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in over my head. You got to find the funny in that. And, and it is funny. You know, it is funny that God puts you in a certain place and says, no, 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 you're going to do this. And, and how I'm going to prove that it's, it's not about human pride is I'm going to pick you. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I do, you know, two things. I think, you know, uh, we were talking earlier today, just about, about humor and, and in our, in terms of for all of us, we need to tap into this part of us 
That is our saving grace, you know? And like you said, God picked you, he called you. So what would you say, you know, and, and we're going to dive into that advice, but tell me a little bit about like that journey through the years. So if people don't know, show up the books, I'm going to have you show Susie has written three books and even the titles alone <laughs> are funny. So go ahead. Yeah. This coming up backwards. <laughs> oh, no, it's showing up perfect. Go this ahead. is the one that won a Catholic press award. And it's the first one that people usually know this one. Please don't drink the holy water. <laughs> I'll put this one back. This was the only one with five kids at the time. And now we have seven. But this is my favorite one. And the, it's called Bless Me, Father, for I have kids. <laughs> so these are just funny stories. Like, I don't know if anybody reads Irma Bombeck anymore or Dave Barry. Um, I ins was inspired by them as a writer to. Um, to to tell my story, but it's not my story only, and that's why the books are popular. It's the universal experience of being home and committing yourself, and and it's but they're cheerful, you know. They're it's not just about like the things that go wrong. It's about the things that go wrong, and then maybe you lose the battle, but you win the war, you know. So one of those those yeah. things that we could really all relate to is uh, rosary time. Like pain yeah. for us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like for your family? Well, this that's in the first book, and uh, that that one that's one of the favorite chapters because um, you know you have these dreams of all of this piety that you're going to have in your family, and then when you kneel down to to really do it, it just comes un unraveled, you know, and um, and everybody's uh, distracted, and the little baby is like doing all this this clowning around, and everybody's laughing, and you know, I had a lady. And the funny thing is, you know, you write this stuff and, you know, you get the odd person who takes it seriously. I had a lady offer to send me some tapes to get the kids to pay attention better. <laughs> I mean, it was, this is how old I am. I'm calling them tapes, but it yes. was tapes. Yes. And, um, but, you, you know, but even that's funny. Too. It is funny. It is funny. You know? Thank you for saying that because, you know, I think that as, as I was going through the years, Susie, I, I don't know about you, but I took myself way too seriously in the beginning. You know, that could have easily be turned into like really total confidence dream. You know, somebody's like, oh gosh, I really messed up. I don't know how to do rosary with my kids. <laughs> well, I still take myself too seriously. And um, <laughs> no, I mean, because I am tired. I've been doing it 27 years. And, you know, there are days when I just wish everybody would just obey me perfectly. And, you know, and things you get down in, into a slump feeling like, you know, everybody, everybody takes me for granted. But um, that's just fatigue. You know, that's not necessarily indicative of your real your real way of handling things. It's just fatigue. And so what I do is I always plan some way out, you know, like, it's okay. So you go to your, you go to your happy place and you say, you know, what is it that's the opposite of this? And for me, it's always the same thing. Silly fun. Mm -hmm. I once invited our, our associate pastor over when I was first getting to know him. I said, you want to come over on Friday night for some silly fun? <laughs> he goes, I love silly fun. <laughs> so silly fun is stuff like Pictionary. It's stuff like, you know, goofy parlor games where everybody's screaming like spoons. And some of our best memories are like playing these silly games with our family, you know, or our friends, or just, you need to sort of let the wind come in and push all that serious hard work out just to release it all. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know that, um, you know, talk about the things that, uh, you know, you use silly fun and in inviting your pastor. It is, you know, our homeschool life is kind of extends to more than just our day-to-day homeschool, doesn't it? It's kind of, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think in many ways we kind of like have this, you know, label on us that when God blesses you with multiple children and you decide to take this heroic path of homeschooling, I don't remember you, but I would get these remarks like, oh, you must be a saint. You must be able to do all this. And you're like, you need to come to my house and see how unlike. <laughs> well, sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm racking up purgatory time. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not supposed to be. It's supposed to be the opposite. And you should see my desk right now. Like, so I, I, you know, talk about what things are supposedly look like you're so you must be so organized you must be so brilliant you must be so whatever it's like I should flip the camera around and let you see what's behind this computer so I'm like okay I gotta be on this podcast let me move everything out of the picture you know it's like uh you know (laughs) how do I hide the fact that this is my bedroom and my office is in my room you know it's like it's, you got to be aware that there's a saying, I live by this. I live by this. It's don't judge the inside of your life by the outside of someone else's. Yeah. That's beautiful. That, that again, it's like, if you only could see what I'm surrounded by, like this package that I opened yesterday is here and (laughs) Oh, so say it again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's batteries over here, like in front of me. Yeah. This is, this is how it really is. And I think you have to kind of just be glad, glad, glad of it, you know, and okay with it and okay for people to know it. And recently I've been just pondering again for myself, even just at this stage where, you know, theoretically my house should be clean because all my kids are basically launched out of the house, still far from it. Now I'm left with all their leftovers from dorm life and it, and my parents downsizing and every, you know, (laughs) still not neat, but it's still this ability for us to really be able to pause and reflect on what's really important, you know? And, and I think that's having a sense of humor and having silly fun is part of that. Isn't that a gift from God? I mean, what does God say about humor? You know, I think you have to plan for the things that you, that you need, you know, and not just expect things to change, you know? And so, um, one thing that always made me happy too was I've always written things down. I've always been a writer ever since I was a little kid. I was into it. I was thinking about writing and I had baby books for my kids. And I still, I still have the kids enjoy them so much. They'll flop down and read all their old stories, you know, cause they're so funny. And a lot of them, some of them ended up in my books, but some of them didn't, but that's just, it's fun to go back and revisit all those wonderful moments, you know, and even now I have two kids left at home and they're both teenagers. So they're kind of past the goofy age when they're little, little, well, actually my son's still pretty goofy. (laughs) He's so goofy. I was going to say, he's still goofy. I've got like, they'll take home videos of each other. And he's like, you know, I'm like, he's still, you know, makes me laugh and, and reminds me of like when all the kids were little being silly, you know? And now there's all these grandchildren and my daughter, Katie, (laughs) she sends me and she sends everybody on the family thread, all the silly things her kids are doing. And especially the oldest one who's like eight. And it's like going right back there, 
you know, to those days when, uh, when we were, when we were living that way ourselves. And I always said, even then I knew it was the golden years. I wasn't like, sorry about it at all. Like being with the little ones. I said, these are the golden years. Greg and I knew it from then back then. Like, and we appreciated it. That is awesome. I remember my mom saying that to me too. She's like, you know, Polly, you really need to savor these moments because I know that in the busyness of it, and then I think it's layered on it in the fact that, again, we feel this extra responsibility because we're homeschooling, you know, God forbid that we do it wrong. We're going to ruin our kids. Yeah. There's this overlying (laughs) feeling of that. So, but she would always pause and just say, savor the moments, savor the moments. And, and well, you're going to do it wrong. And that's another, you're going to do it wrong. I think people, you know, that's something I tell my clients, you know, what if something slips through the cracks? I'm like, something's gonna, okay. But they're not, it's not like the kids died. You know, the kids, <laughs> you give them a good work ethic, right? And <laughs> I mean, the goal is we just have to keep them alive. <laughs> You know, you, you're not, they're not going to always have you there and they're going to make it. They're going to learn how to do what they got to learn how to do. What you want to avoid is having everything slip through the cracks or having the, the most important things slip through the cracks. So yeah, I've got an article on my website about how my kids never learned to speak German. And Greg is fluent in German, fluent in German and was teaching German and was translator and like, and we lived abroad and kids don't know German. and no matter it's it's one of my funny ones and it's called um when you're the homeschooling husband when your spouse helps teach nicht <laughs> so, and it's like yes they good intentions what, but it doesn't happen <laughs> i wanted that so bad it right. was like and i speak a little german too so it's like there's no excuse for this except it didn't happen because it was it just didn't work out the schedules just didn't it, what can i say i can't undo it yeah, so from this lofty position, we can say <laughs> with confidence and pass that on to those who are starting. It didn't matter. It was it wasn't supposed to happen. Then it's no big deal. Right? And then you can look at things you did achieve and go. You know, one day it occurred to me. Okay, so they don't know a foreign language. All right, they they muddled through in Latin in college or whatever. They do know a foreign language. Our kids, I figured it out. They know music. Mm. Because they all took some piano lessons and we've sung for years in this polyphonic choir. So we sing all this Renaissance music and it's like, that is not a small thing. That is huge. And it may not be something you go out and leverage and market and whatever, but it's totally enriching of your life. And it's like, you've got to appreciate what you did do. You yeah, know, music <laughs> is an expression unlike anything else. You know what I mean? It's it's not, it, it is. And and it's very mathematical and it's got all these elements. The fact that you even did it as a family. As a family. Yeah. That's huge. And we use it in, in mass. Uh, we go to the Latin mass and we sing there and we've sung for lots of weddings and funerals and like it's enriched other people too, you know? And so it's a, something that is a gift that we were given that we were able to give we recently came back from Rome uh, last October um, and we sang in St. Mary Major for the 450th anniversary of the victory at Lepanto. And I never, never knew that was going to happen. That was just something that came along. We, we got, we were uh, gifted this trip by God basically. And so we did it, but it wasn't anything I planned. Like 
And so God sometimes is just like, here, you're not going to do this thing that you think is really important, but you're going to do this other thing that I think is really important. <laughs> yeah. Right. So would you say there's two things I've been hearing? One is, I think, a sense of openness to the moment, Susie. And the mm-hmm. second is making memories. Oops. Yes. Absolutely. Because even now, when we get together, if we want to pull some polyphony out and sing it, like we do on my birthday. So I, I've been doing this thing where like when I turned 50, I was like, I threw myself a big birthday party and it went all day and all night. And so I did it again last summer when I turned 55, I was like, I'm doing it again. And then I was like, you know what? I'm doing this every year. And I catered it. I like made all the food and I'm like, I'm having a big birthday party. I'm in July. So this is nice. You get good weather. Yeah. And all that's required um, was that we sing. So we had friends bring guitars and whatever, and we sang out on the back porch. And then we did pull out some polyphony just out of our heads. And we sang that. And it's like, that is my happy place, you know, just, yeah. Right. So discovering your family's happy place is, Mm -hmm. is again, a gift. But I think the other fact is that you're, you've modeled that for your children in that same ways. You're saying you're going, your children now you can see are going back. And that was more important than checking off all the math lessons, getting German done. And yeah. Yeah. And some of them don't, they'll tell you they don't know math. And I'm like, yeah, we did our math. I was never a math brain, but we did our math and we were diligent about it. And I, for one, learned math while teaching math. (laughs) And I love math now, but especially because it's so much easier to teach than writing, which is my real specialty. Math is not my specialty and it's way easier to teach. But anyway, so I love math because I finally get it after all these years, you know, but they're, they're going to learn it on their kids. I mean, that's what they're going to do. They're all going to homeschool. That's what they've told me, which is another kind of amazing. It's like, really? I mean, I didn't wreck your brain that badly. You really want to do this thing? <laughs> okay. Right, right. Exactly. So I know that, you know, uh, when you're having, so when you're in the thick of it and you're having a hard day. Do you have any, any kind of like tips uh, in terms of just being able to lighten up a little bit for yourself? You know, well, I always take a walk every day, whether uh, uh, no matter what the weather, unless it's icy on the ground and then you're going to find me all over the road. But um, I think going outside Mm -hmm. has saved me over the years. And I remember the kids were really little. Like I said, we had the one car and maybe it was somewhere else. And I decided one year when they were very little that no matter what I had to do, no matter how long it took to pack them into their snow pants and no matter how long we could stay out, even if it was only for like 20 minutes, they were going out and I was going out. And that, that really does, you need your daily dose of nature and sun and even wind. Just, you got to go out of your four walls. Okay. That's the first thing every day. And that's something I think everybody can do. And um, the other thing is to plan, to plan to have, go out with a friend that you really click with. I still do this. I was out last night with a friend. You know, there are people, you know, so many people, right? So do I, I know so many people, but there are a few that you can just talk to about anything. And the the conversation just trips along. It flows along. You want to keep those friendships alive because 
people, and I remember this too, you get in the thick of homeschooling and you don't have time for anybody. And that's a big mistake. So you have to stop and say, okay, what do you, you know, let me find a some weeknight, you know, we meet at like some, we usually meet at Wegmans. I don't know if you know where that is. That's just a really nice grocery store that has a cafe in it. And, and, you know, it's pretty easy place to sit. We just, we just sit there and watch the people go by and talk about nothing about whatever. And more importantly, laugh about everything. And um, these are women in my state in life, you know, that understand all the things that I do. And, and so those things are really important. So make plans, have silly fun, have people over, play silly games, um, and write down the funny things that happen. Sometimes things that happen don't seem funny at the time. (laughs) They're kind of awful. (laughs) isn't it true we always remember our family took this trip up to vermont and it is one of the most memorable trips that we ever took you know because we live in delaware it's flat my husband and i said they need to see mountains we drove up there it's about 10 15 hours you know they several kids threw up on the way so it's miserable we get up there the key wasn't in the house then we get in the house the heating wasn't in and then we said it starts raining. We're like, well, thank God it's not snowing. Then it started snowing, you know, and we ended up in a motel somewhere near the Canadian border, you know, yeah. but everybody remembers that trip and we can yeah. laugh our hearts out over that trip. That's how, that's what's in these books, by the way. And I forgot to mention the third one um, really quick. I'll just mention it. It's called Yes, God. And it's a more, it's a funny book that has, but it's, it's got a serious, um, point whereas the other ones are just funny books but this one's about like um i interviewed all these priests and sisters about how they were raised by their parents to be in the world but not of it and i just wanted to get parenting ideas from them so but anyway those stories like your trip yeah are that's what's in here because you know things just don't go the way we want them to go and that's how life's not boring no like i remember (laughs) i was like one of the things I wrote down in one of the baby books was when we had Joey, Joey's the youngest and Melanie, she's just above him, two years older. She was bored one day. The kids were all doing school. Joey was napping. She was bored. Now, this wasn't what I wanted her to do at the time, but she walked right up to his face while he was sleeping and she screamed, <laughs> Joey can wake up now. <laughs> <laughs> but she did and you know basically i need someone to play with get up yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> at the time it's the time because like, oh. <laughs> we know the rule in the house was always never wake a sleeping child you know no matter what <laughs> that's well, the rule you're getting your homeschooling done while the babies are asleep because they're interfering with the rest of the time <laughs> so you don't want to mess with that. Right. Right. So (laughs) I think what, you know, again, so much of what you're saying is in terms of a lifestyle. And I think that's really what I I wanted to, you know, pull us together to really be able to uh, give that encouragement to moms. And, and I wanted to mention too, that, you know, again, the blessings that, you know, Susie is available for one-on-one coaching now. Yeah. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Tell me, you know, you said you love it. And so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I do love it. And, and this is why I'm, I'm an introvert and I like to talk to people one-on-one and there are a lot of things I do in this career. God plopped in my lap. 
um, which started out as a writing a writing job and then several other writing jobs and then some books and then more writing jobs. And that started a long time ago, like over 25 years ago when the kids were little. And um, anyway, but I did it while they were sleeping and then, you know, four in the morning and like, <laughs> I got it done, you know, outside of the time that they needed me to do stuff with them. But anyway, the, that job led to now you have to give talks. And as an introvert, it was like, oh, great. Now I got to learn how to do this. So I did that for a while. And, you know, you start to go, what's my sweet spot? You know, my sweet spot is, is writing. Not so much speaking, although I can do it. Mm-hmm. But my, I love interviews like this. I like the back and forth. But I love consulting because I've done it for years. People would look me up in the white pages. They'd like read my articles and look me up. And then I would just talk to them about their stuff. So during COVID, some of my regular columns um, ended because the magazines closed. Yeah. yeah. And the same thing after 9-11, actually, the magazines yeah. really took a hit. Right. And um, so I was like, oh, well, um, hmm, my arm's falling off anyway. Well, I've really like painted my arm for writing for quarter century. Yeah, the joys of getting older, Susie. <laughs> uh, that that and just like too much like with the mouse and like I feel like I got arthritis, you know, like <laughs> so I'm like God is like stop writing or wasn't gonna fall. Nursing, off. nursing also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, you know, maybe I'm meant to move on and and I'll still do some writing, but not as much, not as heavily, you know, and I'll I'd like to um re- really just then so many people started homeschooling. That's the thing. Um, COVID made writing jobs freeze up, but they also made people enter um, homeschooling that never really were going to do it before. And so there's a whole generation of people. We're we're in one like niche group of like people who are weird enough yes. to have homeschooled, right? Right, because <laughs> we were more closer to the pioneers at that point. Yes. I was just telling my son the other day and it was like, they were few and far between. And we were, I I told my husband, I was like, I'm not homeschooling. Those people are in a cult. Are you trying to get me in a cult, honey? (laughs) (laughs) I even had those ideas back then, but now it's mainstream and you're right. Everybody who had like a little curiosity got a taste of pandemic schooling, but now there's more and more people coming to homeschooling. And so grateful that you're going to be able to talk with them, Susie. So, yeah. So yeah. You're in consulting well, now. I am. And I'm still writing, but I do like consulting because um, if I, I like, okay, how do I sum up this, this career? It's like, okay, well, really I'm a homeschooler. Okay. This is what I've spent my day-to-day years of raising children doing. It doesn't, pay. (laughs) Then again, I've saved a ton of money doing it, but um, it's still basically what I would call my career. And these other things are offshoots of it, like writing funny books about homeschooling or writing articles about it or writing articles about the saints or Catholic life. I've done a lot of great interviews with a lot of amazing Catholics, but building support groups. um, I've done that for years. Like I co-founded our support network here and local and co-founded our co-op and teach, you know, like the other kids. So I feel like homeschooling is my way of life. And I've done it with 
you know, our family, but also with other families, you know, in conjunction, like in the, and traveled and met homeschoolers all over the place when I'm speaking. And so it's, it's only natural that I would do this now, do consulting, because it's like, what am I here for? But to teach, not just to help people, help one family at a time to succeed, because I really think someday, I hope this will be seen this movement of homeschooling will be seen as a very important movement culturally you know at a time when the um things that we relied on to support us fell through mm-hmm. in so many ways and they weren't there for us or were working against us in many ways yes I and we had to build it yeah homeschooling is definitely <laughs> more more natural than people realize. And very often we try to layer on aspects that are more that schoolies. And that's where we get this kind of, you know, rocky road. And so I think the other element that I heard you speaking about too, is a season in life. You know, Mm -hmm. I love how you were true to yourself in the sense that you know, writing is something you did from a kid. So it doesn't mean like mommy's life is put on hold. You actually brought that into your family by doing stories for the kids. My gosh, that's such a precious gift. So we are, you know, creative beings. So those gifts kind of perm that's it's beautiful, Susie. Well, you're who you are. You're who you're who you are, you know, and um, you want to be your authentic self and you want to give your kids your real self and they are going to develop their way. Um, but yeah, so consulting is part of my season of life too, because I am down to two kids, down to two kids. Down to two. (laughs) Yeah. So good. So before we wrap things up, because I'm going to ask you one final question on there, uh, I do, how can people reach you, Susie, you know, if they want to do consulting, but also if they want to get copies of your books, which I strongly recommend just have a hard day, read a chapter and Susie's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you, I have a website, um, susieloyd.com. And you know, it's funny, Paula, because you were telling me, or somebody was telling me that I should shrink the website and make it just about consulting. And I know that's how you do things in the marketing world, but marketing is not my sweet spot. I don't like it. And I decided I don't care. I don't care. I'm a creator. That's it. Yeah. So I decided to put my Catholic stuff back up. It's like, I've got all kinds of stuff on my website. I've got my consulting, my books, my Catholic articles, and my homeschooling articles, and even some speaking stuff. It's all it's all there because this is who I am. Yes, yeah, it's is- like your, your little calling card there. That's awesome. And it gives all the aspects of you. And that is a joy for people because there are different stages. Like you said, yeah. those who, you know, who may want the one-on-one consulting, but also just to hear your story. And I know that you also have some... Uh, ideas for people to form groups, support groups. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's something in the Catholic homeschool community we're doing is we're going to try to get a directory up for people to find people locally. So I'm going to tap into you. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I always do that for my new homeschoolers. Um, I always help them find local people and that's always number one. Mm -hmm. It's not what books do I get? It's no meet the other homeschoolers make friends, form a network. They're going to be there for you. You're going to be there for them. That's what you need. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So before, <laughs> as I said, as we wrap this up and we talk about humor and again, mm-hmm. the gift of you naturally being a funny person and wanting to inject silliness into your life. Thank you. <laughs> you know, because God has called us <laughs> to enjoy and, and laughter is one of those beautiful gifts he gives us. So any parting words in terms of how about when people get worried, you know, the outside world comments on your choice to homeschool, anything that you? Well, the outside world is, is a little bit more friendly to homeschooling now than it was when we started, right? They just thought you were whacked back then. Most people are okay with it, except your relatives might not be. So some parting words about, let's just say your relatives, (laughs) is you have to have some patience for this. Just keep doing what you're doing. And in a decade or so, (laughs) you can wait. (laughs) Someone on your relative's team will say, wow, I'm really impressed with how your kids turned out because they'll 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 say something to recognize that homeschooling was a good idea because they will see you know god willing i'm not you're not doing it to get a pat on the back i'm just saying it's gonna happen it's happened to me it has happened to a lot of people i know where somebody stepped forward and said i'm glad that you did that yeah yeah and yeah that has happened to me and I've witnessed and you say, it's just the, it isn't like something you're hoping to expect or the reward of doing it. Right. It is just kind of, it's the fact. <laughs> if, because, if, yeah. <laughs> and so if someone's giving you a hard time, remember, that's probably going to change, especially if you don't, I don't think it happens if you go head toe to toe with them, like, and say, no, 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 I'm doing the smart thing, the right thing. Then you'll fail at it. Just be, just do your thing and let, let it just prove itself. Yes. You know, be patient Yeah, over time. And no people usually, it, it does come from a, a desire to want to, to want the best for you. But we all, of course, don't know because it isn't perfect. <laughs> this world yeah. isn't. So, well, I wanted to thank you again, Susie. We could just, it was so much fun for me to have you here on the podcast. Um, please, we need to do this again. We can, we've okay. got so many topics we can talk about. Um, if anybody's yeah. interested in getting a hold of Susie Lloyd, again, susieloyd.com. We will have the links <laughs> below this video on our podcast in um, on all the channels that you can get podcasts, as well as on the Catholic homeschool.online website. So I want to thank you. Thank you again, Susie. May God bless. You're welcome. And thank you for having me. This was fun. Great. God bless. (laughs) God bless everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please consider liking it and subscribing to our YouTube channel. You can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Thank you, and have a blessed day.